Psalm 144. It was nearly seven years ago that we as a church committed ourselves to this psalm. This psalm is the psalm of David and his prayer and desire for the church of God. He thanks the Lord for his mercy toward him as the king of the nation. And he prays for the Lord to deliver that nation from strange children. And he prays for blessings to follow. Let's all rise together and read this in unison. Psalm 144. Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. Lord, what is man that thou takest knowledge of him, or the son of man that thou makest account of him? Man is like to vanity. His days are as a shadow that passeth away. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth lightning, and scatter them. Shoot out thine arrows, and destroy them. Send thine hand from above. Rid me, and deliver me out of great waters, from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God. Upon a psaltery and an instrument of ten strings will I sing praises unto thee. It is he that giveth salvation unto kings, who delivereth David his servant, from the hurtful sword. Rid me and deliver me from the hand of strange children whose mouth speaketh vanity and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. That our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth. That our daughters may be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of a palace that our garners may be full, affording all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our streets, that our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no breaking in nor going out, that there be no complaining in our streets. Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord, for such a wonderful psalm inspired by the Holy Spirit through the shepherd of the sheep of Israel long ago. This is a psalm of David as he thanks the Lord in the first couple of verses for his goodness toward David who taught him how to fight in his fingers and his hands to war, who was his goodness, his fortress, his high tower. David had many enemies without and within, and the Lord delivered him from them all. 
The Lord loved David far above the others. David knew that and all of Israel knew that. That he was God's favorite. And what a man wrote us this psalm. David would say on the coronation of his son Solomon, of all the tribes of Israel, God chose Judah. Of all the families of Judah, God chose my father's house. Of all eight sons of my father, he liked me. He liked me, the Bible tells us. And he chose my son to build him a house. And so Solomon built the temple of the Lord. And much of this psalm is David's prayer for those kind of blessings and his thanksgiving for God's kindness toward him. He says in verses 3 and 4 that there's hardly a reason understandable to us as to why God would take notice of men. What is man? You can see two exclamation points in your Bible. In verse 3, what is man that thou art mindful of him? We are too low. We're far below the angels themselves to have God pay attention to us and bless us, but He does anyway. He asks God to exercise His sovereign power and to deliver them from their enemies in verses 5 and 6 by casting forth His lightning and His arrows. And then He has a peculiar prayer, and it's twice in this psalm. And it's what we want to consider this morning in the light of what we're going to study in Luke 13. He asks in verse 7, Psalm 144 and verse 7, Lord, send Thine hand from above, rid me, and deliver me out of great waters from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of David, will speak similar language in Luke 13 when He's going to say about barren trees in His church, cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? David says, Lord, send Your hand from above and rid me. Get them out of here. Rid me and deliver me out of great waters out of the drowning and suffocating effect of brethren who are not sincere. Save me from them, whose mouth speaketh vanity. They have good words and fair speeches, but their hearts are not entirely with the Lord. Whose right hand, when they shake your hand, is not a right hand of sincerity, but a right hand of falsehood. Their heart is not with you. David met those kind of people. Paul met those kind of people. They have been in the churches of Christ from the beginning. And for a church to prosper, we want to pray for God to deliver us from such men. You say, that is so harsh. Well, at the same time, that psalmist can write in verse 9, I will sing a new song unto thee, O God. You get rid of strange children. You get those that are false brethren out from among us. And I'll sing a new song to you, O Lord. And I'll sing praises to thee because it's you that gives salvation to kings and you've delivered David, your servant, from the hurtful sword. That's down through verse 10. Then we have it again. He says again in verse 11, Rid me and deliver me from the hand of strange children whose mouth speaketh vanity and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. We know from the book of Proverbs about the strange woman. That's a woman you haven't married. That's a woman who has no right in your bed. 
Here are strange children. They're not really the children of God. They're false brethren. They're strange to the covenants of promise. They're strange to the love of God. They're strangers to being born again. They're strangers to living sold out lives of love, charity, mercy, joy, peace, long-suffering toward others. They don't have the fruit of the Spirit. And so they're called strange children. And again, David points out their mouth says things. We do not measure men by their mouths. We do not care what you say. Your words are worthless as an indicator of your character. It's by your actions. The Bible tells us even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure and whether it be right. And so David says we cannot trust their hand. We cannot trust their words. Their strange children save us from them, O Lord. We are going to read in Galatians chapter 2 before we end this day about the right hand of fellowship between Peter, James, John, and Paul when they took their, right, their brother's right hands, they meant it. They were committed to each other. Brother Paul, we give you the ministry of the Gentiles. Go and preach the gospel that you have just disclosed to us. Go preach it among the Gentiles. We'll preach to the Jews. But we are one in this matter of the gospel against all others. The truth has never been a majority. Men have come into the church and they've gone out of the church. Their hearts are insincere. Their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. And the church at Jerusalem had them. The churches of Galatia had them. Every church has had them. David's church had them. And so David said, Lord, deliver us. And with that prayer, he then comes to four verses of wonderful blessing that by the order of this chapter are dependent on God delivering us from strange children. Look at the blessings of verses 12 through 15. Verse 12 describes our sons and our daughters growing up and prospering in their youth, our daughters polished after the similitude of a palace. The Lord polishing and turning our children into wonderful additions to His kingdom. And this is based on getting the hypocrites out from amidst the congregation. Verse 13, the financial prosperity of garners being full, affording all manner of store. God's blessing on our needs. Give us this day our daily bread. But here He adds thousands and ten thousands of sheep in our streets. Verse 14, that there be no difficulties in our labor. But everything is successful and prospering. Our oxen are strong to labor. There's no breaking in. There's no going out. There's no division. There's no violence from the outside. There's no violence from the inside. There's no complaining in our streets. What a happy group of people is described here in the church of God. And so it concludes with verse 15. Happy is that people that is in such a case. And what is the case? Delivered. From hypocrites, delivered from fruitless lives, so that their children, their labors, their souls can be happy and full of joy in God's blessing. Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. You need to ask yourselves this morning, and I'm going to be asking you a number of times, is God your Lord? It is not proven by your words. It is proven by your actions. 
Where is your love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance? That tells God and us whether God is your Lord. It is by fruit. It is by fruit that we prove that we are the Lord's. Have mercy upon us, Father in heaven, that we would bear much fruit and that every fruitless soul that is able would humble themselves before Thee, confessing the folly of their lives and turn to Thee with their whole hearts, even in this hour. Heavenly Father, rid us and deliver us from strange children that we might be in the case of the church as it's described here. Happy, prospering families, prospering labors and businesses, no division, no complaining, but prospering in the Lord our God. We thank Thee for loving us, and we thank Thee for the Lord Jesus Christ, and we thank Thee for this psalm, and we pray that You would bless it to be fulfilled in our midst. We ask this in Jesus' name, who is the Son of David. Amen.